Sullivan testing the Portuguese. You know, I like to be fit and healthy, so the best way I know is to just get out there and run. Running was an outlet for me to, I guess, feel good about myself and, and take out some of the angles that were going on in my life. Sonny O'Sullivan is going to take the world title back to Ireland. Today on Irishman Running Abroad, we look back on a weekend of runs and races across Ireland and the world. Sonia talks a little bit about nutrition and shoe rotation and lots, lots more. Sonia, your time over here on this side of the Atlantic is nearly done, is it? Yeah, it's getting close. This is the last full week here. And um, yeah, I think at this stage, it might be a full week in Cove because I think this weekend was my last big trip. It's funny, you get all excited to go on these trips, but when you come back late on a Sunday evening, it's kind of exhausting, the whole thing. <laughs> and yeah. just having to unpack, you know, you don't even have to bring that much stuff with you, but I think when you go by car, you just end up throwing everything in. And then when you're in the rain, you throw even more in <laughs> on your way home. <laughs> yeah. Well, you really packed it in this weekend. Uh, so you, your weekend began with uh, the trip to Tullamore and Boland's Lock which I got, we talked about it last week on the show. And this this house that you were staying at, this lock keeper's house, did not disappoint. A little piece of history there to start with. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, it's an old lock keeper's house, but not in the traditional sense. It was kind of, it's a different one. It's got a, a different shape about it. Everything was kind of round in there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was and, like a castle. Um, it had a turret. Yeah, it was beautiful. And yeah, it was a friend of mine owned it. And so I was lucky enough to stay in there. There's a couple of people who are the caretakers there at the moment. Mm. And um, so I arrived on Friday night in the dark and, you know, you have to open a gate. You drive down the towpath, <laughs> which we then ran on Saturday morning. Because you didn't oh. believe me that you could drive down. <laughs> of course I didn't believe you. There was people out there walking their dogs. I have to tell the listeners this. Sonia's like, just drive down the towpath. All these people out there with their dogs. And I, I'm expected to barrel down it in my family car with my wife and my son in the back. I was like, that might be okay if you're Sonia O'Sullivan. And people will go, oh, I assume Sonia O'Sullivan has some business down the end of this towpath. But if you're just me, people are waving their sticks at you and their dogs are barking going, why is he driving on the towpath? But you were right. That was how you got to this place, of course. I don't yeah, know why people the, were so angry with me. The only way down. And you just had to drive slowly and carefully. And I suppose I wasn't, it wasn't as noticeable to me in a way because I came in the dark and there was nobody yeah. there. Um, I stopped into the the neighbor's house, which is, you know, it's about 800 meters away <laughs> to pick up the key. Yeah. And then, yeah, you're in this quiet lock house. Um, so calm and beautiful, you know, at nighttime. And then the ne- the sunrise the next day was amazing. You just knew it was going to be a great morning for the Tullamore Park Run first birthday party, which, you know, it was magic. I, I don't think I, I didn't, I was just looking at some lovely pictures from the Tullamore Park Run and I kind of got, I don't know what, what you would call it, but... <laughs> bailed up maybe in a ditch (laughs) taking photos with lots of different people because of you know the good light or where the sun was in the right spot and I kept trying to move closer and closer to the finish line and where everybody was setting up with the cake and the celebrations and and this cameraman kept saying to me no no you have to go back there the sun the light is better (laughs) 
<laughs> so eventually I never got to see the cake until on Facebook this morning. So well done to everybody who baked the cake, ate the cake, <laughs> enjoyed the cake and ran the park run. Oh, yeah. Big shout out to Jack Ryan, who was the person who sent the email to invite Sonia down to it. We've a couple of voice notes here from the race itself. So we'll listen to now Jack Ryan, Helen Carr and Mick Kinahan. Here at the end of uh, the Tullamore Park run, Jack Ryan runs an amazing show here. And it just was just such a lovely run, wasn't it? Mick, uh, Mick is with me here, Mick Kinahan. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I've been looking forward to this, this one for a while. And when Jack threw it out, show. We it was, yeah, it was a great reason. Yeah. So uh, it really is a fantastic you course. You get to see the Ashling Murphy monument yeah. at, the, yeah. at the halfway yeah. point nearly. It's really. Look, it's part of the reason why we partner on you wanted to come down. Um, so look at us, it's good to eventually get it done. And it was great to see so many from the, from the club out. Yeah, um, you said you tried something out there and it didn't work. I tried to go for a PB. I've been running well, but I haven't been doing enough training. Oh, yeah, you so I look, I held the pace for 4K and then yeah. I give in, the head give in. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's all about the fun. Helen Carr passed me twice on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> One time she just wanted to go buy me a second time. <laughs> well, no, I, I suppose if I passed you twice, then you were ahead of me twice <laughs> as well. So we were pretty much working off each other, I'd say. Um, yeah. Have a wardrobe malfunction during slight it. wardrobe malfunction. My long fashionable socks slipped into my shoe a bit and had to be adjusted. But I got back into it. Um, it was really gorgeous course along by the canal, really flat, um, really beautiful. I really recommend it. Like um, beautiful trees, beautiful water, and as Mick said, we did get to see the Ashling Murphy Memorial, which really makes us appreciate being able to run safely somewhere so beautiful. So it was great, yeah. Yeah, well, Helen, thanks for all the support to the show. I really do appreciate. It. Same to you, Mick. I'm here with Jack Ryan, the man himself. The fellow who put out the email that Sonia responded to and said, let's do this, let's get down here. Jack, what a great day, what a great way to celebrate the birthday of this park run. Yeah, no, it's great to see everyone out, walkers and families, runners, people with dogs. Yeah. That's what park run is all about for us. Yes. Thank you very much for coming down, Jarlett. Absolutely, any time. And I mean, could you have scripted a better day? I mean, oh, we got so lucky that just the weather we were looking at the last day or two. Jarlett, just before I forget, this is just something from us at Tullamore oh, Park Run. Prezi. When I'm looking Ashland at a purple is, t-shirt here. The, the Ashland Mem uh, Murphy Memorial um, was happening in May. We've oh. got these t-shirts made up. So oh, we'd like you and Sonia to have one. That is so kind. Thank you so much, Jack. And congratulations on a brilliant, brilliant event here. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, Charlotte. You can really feel the happiness coming out the back of that, Sonia, because like it was such a glorious day. Like it, It's a slim path that you run on, out and back, out and back. So you literally do it twice uh, one a little bit longer a little bit shorter and then you're home and your expectation was this will be flat this is a towpath of course it's flat but it wasn't was it it was there was a little drag on the way back that kind of was killing you yeah it was a bit of a drag a bit of a wind <laughs> I don't know <laughs> it just wasn't it wasn't a fast day for me anyway or a, a good day it just felt like it was hard work um, but it was just great to see so many people out there enjoying it and, you know, how lucky they are to have, you know, such a nice toe patch park run on their doorstep, you know, on a, on a Saturday morning. Um, I spoke to one man down there and, you know, he just said he comes every Saturday morning and loves it. And you know, it doesn't really, you know, it's great to have the nice days and the exciting celebrations, but, you know, it's just a great way to start your Saturday morning to go out there mm. to meet people. You're all kind of in it together. 
and you're running along and then you have the social chat afterwards. So, yeah, yeah I, or, you know, or during it, I mean, I definitely missed out on an opportunity to just go on a nice, easy park run with you. <laughs> and I had to apologize afterwards because I don't know what I was thinking, but I did. I took off again, <laughs> headed off for, for try and break my, my PB or whatever was in my head. But it was the perfect morning for just a chilled out run that's not what sarah flanagan did sarah flanagan finished second in this thing and i grabbed her for a minute just to talk because she's similar to me has just moved back to tullamore from london sarah flanagan what a hell of a run i mean tell me about this park run and uh, is this one that you do regularly you're with tullamore harriers no um, i've just come back i moved back from london okay, in just march like this year yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is my first Irish park run ever. Oh, really? So I'm really excited. Oh, very excited. Yeah. What do you find in the adjustment back to home? Uh, it's hard, isn't it? It's it not is. London. It sure is. Tullamore and Moat is not very London. different. And I met in the sticks as well myself. And yeah, it's an adjustment. But isn't park run just such a brilliant kind of lamppost in the middle of the uh, experience to cling to and meet people? And I think it's brilliant. I mean, out across the world, everybody's doing this this morning. Everybody. Yes. You know, and I just find Fabulous. that amazing. And you yeah. compare, even when I come back from London, I can compare what I did to everybody else today. Exactly. So yeah, I can yeah. check with all my, like, so where I would connect up with everybody. Yeah. yeah and yeah. everybody looks at everybody as well. Absolutely. So you stay connected out. So that's Sarah Flanagan there. I mean, Sonia, she is a hell of a runner. Like you had to see her take off into the distance. Did you talk to her as well? I did, actually. I caught up to her on the run back to the lockhouse and um, we had a nice chat on the way back. And she was running a cross-country race the next day. We'll have to check up the local Tullamore cross-country events now to see how she got on. Um, but yeah, she was running with a, a club in England and she was just back and just getting back into the Irish cross-country scene. So, you know, it's great to see people who, you know, it, you know, it's a small part of their day. You know, they have full-time jobs, um, you know, busy lives, but the running is the thing that kind of gels everything together for them. Yeah, yeah. And also there was another part to this, especially in the weekend that's in it with the tragedy in Donegal. I think people were much more aware of their mortality or something on and with the Ashling Mur Murphy Memorial there just at the far end of this run, I think it was on everybody's minds. Tina and Mikey were there and they walked it. Uh, and I, I managed to I managed to grab a minute with, <laughs> with them afterwards. Uh, Tina and Mikey are here. They walked this park run. We did. It was amazing. Wasn't it so special? It was really special. And the people here are incredible. Yeah, Mikey, oh, yeah. It was great crack. Mikey. <laughs> it was good fun. There was really good uh, just kind of buzz around this this park run. Oh, Much yeah. more. Like, you do go to some park runs and you're like, God, people are very quiet and reserved. But this well, one, they're just so happy. It's also really respectful because we're all aware of what's happened here. Yes. And I thought the way they laid out the route was quite nice because we didn't yeah. go by. We didn't go by the Ashling, monument, but yeah. we got to see it. Yeah. Yeah. And pay our respect Would you do it again, Mikey? Oh, yeah, definitely. And next time I'll pelt it. <laughs> yeah. oh, you know, we that. did notice a load of little girls here in Offaly jerseys and I thought I bet that poor teachers inspired all these little girls to be really brave with their running exactly yeah, 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 very good point how did you find it Jerry? piece of piss oh. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly we're back up at your house and uh, you've convinced me to get on a paddleboard Tina said that this is further proof that you could you can wear that coach's hat because there's no way I would have done this two years ago well, I think you thought you were getting off lightly there um, but when you were trying to figure out how to drive your car up the towpath, I was vigorously pumping up the 
the um, paddleboard. <laughs> it says it takes 10 minutes. So whenever I go to pump up the um, the paddleboard, I um, I look at my watch and I think, okay, 10 minutes. I know this is going to, it's going to get hard, but you got to go for it. <laughs> and it's like a, <laughs> It's like a warm up before you go stand up paddleboarding because you don't actually get that warm on the paddleboard, but no, you actually that's true. You, you sweat a fair bit when you're pumping up this thing. It's pretty special now, I have to say. I didn't understand your passion for paddleboarding until I got on board, and I think you and Tina and Mikey were convinced that this is going to be some great viral content. Gerald, <laughs> get on the paddleboard, go face first into the water, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen. I didn't didn't go in. And I don't know if Tina was proud of me or pissed off that this didn't take place. But I absolutely loved it. I have to say it was absolutely great crack. And jelly legged is the word, right? Afterwards, if people haven't given this a go, it is actually a weird kind of cross training, isn't it? It is. I mean, you do have to have good core stability. I mean, it's all about that. And I think once you realize that you're not using your legs, but you're using your core stability to kind of keep yourself up there. Mm. Um, and once you forget about the jelliness in your legs, then you just <laughs> pop up and you get your balance. And and I went on for a little bit afterwards. I paddled up to the next lock and then back down and I took it, the paddleboard out of the canal, walked around the lock because there was nobody coming through at that time. Yeah. And, and I got back in again on the other side and no. I went down. I went down to the start of the park run. I was kind of hoping the coffee man was going to be down there. <laughs> the of on course, the way. yeah. Shout out to the coffee man, the people of the coffee hut who were yeah, giving free coffees to everybody. It's magic. Fantastic. I don't know. Do they turn up normally every Saturday in Tullamore? but it was pretty special now. Everybody queued up for their free coffee after the park yeah, run. No, I think it, it was really a birthday cool. special. But when you were running down the towpath, just, you know, when you were coming towards the finish you could see it was like a wanderly wagon a white wanderly <laughs> yes. wagon shaped thing in the distance and you knew you were getting to the finish line and, and as i'm paddling up there i was thinking i can't quite see it <laughs> but maybe it's there yeah. and i nearly got all the way to the bridge and i thought no they've gone off somewhere else now so yeah no that was fantastic to see the uh the coffee van there and um, i had a couple of wobbles when i was on the paddleboard myself um, sometimes you kind of drift off, like when you're running and you start thinking about different things and you forget where you are. Yeah, yeah. And there was and a bit of a current as well. Does that make it more, that obviously makes it trickier coming back up the way. Yeah, it's uh, a little bit more difficult yeah, to come against the current. Um, but mm. it wasn't, you know, the canal, it was so flat. I was on the River Lee the day before and it was a much, <laughs> it was much rougher there. <laughs> Especially yeah. when the wind picks up, you get a bit choppy. Where I was was very close to where um, the Irish rowing team would train down in near Farron mm. Woods. And right. you can see why the Irish rowers are so good because the water that they train in, it's not flat, you know. I mean, and there's mm. a good wind. There's always a wind sweeping through there, I'd say. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, so they're always ready for any conditions when it comes to the racing. So you deflate the paddleboard and head for Dublin after that. You join me at the Laughter Lounge with Helen Carr and uh, Owen Keegan, who uh, I actually did grab a minute with Owen Keegan, Helen Carr's husband, after the, the park run. Owen has a very special park run achievement to his name. I just switched over to the 
I'm here with Owen Keegan, a man who's run every single park run Ireland has to offer. You say you've got a couple to hit up the north, but yeah. I've, I've a few more to do, three more to do up north, so I hope to have them done by Christmas. But um, yeah, no, every 105 in the Republic and 32 up north. That is a ferocious commitment. It's a lot and an of, awful lot of carbon footprint. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so when did that quest begin and how long did it take? I guess it's taken me about six or seven years and um, initially I was trying to do all the ones in Dublin and then Greater Dublin and then Kildare and once you get to about 30 or 40 you realise you're on a mission and you yeah. have to do it. And when did you complete it exactly? What was the day? Because I know we gave you a shout out on the show. You did, this. yeah. Um, it was in January I completed the final one in Nace um, wow. in Kildare and was since there, then... It must have been a bit of deflation. The end of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I'm not used to having a lie in on a Saturday morning <laughs> anymore. So um, I don't know what to do on my Saturdays. No, it's great. It gives me the opportunity now to go back to a few places like Tullamore, where I've really enjoyed it, and catch up with the, the organisers after a year. And you know, I know, I know now where I can go for a really enjoyable park run on a Saturday because exactly, yeah. so you're a bit of a park run tourist now. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and myself and, and Helen, my wife, um, we'll uh, when we're going abroad, we'll. You know, we'll choose a country. We'll say, well, we go to Norway. And then we'll check, hang on, is there a park one in Norway? <laughs> and if there isn't, that could influence our decision. So Norway, ridiculously expensive, let's be totally honest. Um, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I love it. You always wear the Irishman abroad singlet, so thanks so much for doing that. Well, thank you very much for interviewing me, and thanks for the teaser, and keep up the good work. Thanks a lot, cheers. Thank you. No, I didn't, I didn't expect you to come to see the stand-up show, Sonia, but, like, that is a packed day. I was actually thinking that when you came to the Laughter Lounge, and so was Helen, that... Uh, you know, pink run the next day. Are we both going to be okay for this? Because that is a bit of a late night with gin and tonics involved. Uh, was that on your mind at all? Or were you just, you know, brought away in the waves of laughter that were uh, coming off the crowd as a result was, of my undoubted you know, you talent? Need, you need to get out of the tracksuit sometimes <laughs> and <laughs> into the jeans and slightly uh, dressed up top. Um, but it was great to get it out for a night in Dublin and I'd never been before to the Laughter Lounge. And, yeah, just great you know, to see elite stand up as well, you know, to see how oh, it's really absolutely, done. Absolutely, yes. You know, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> I don't think I'd ever seen you live except for the little bit of a show you put on after the Cove 10 Mile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the only time, except, you know, a few YouTube videos and things like that. So um, it's a totally yeah. different ballgame. Like if I recommend if you recommend park runs to people, I do recommend people get off the bus and go and see some live comedy because it is like just like the park run. You forget that these activities require people to be appreciated. If you're out there at the moment going, oh, well, I go for my run every evening by myself. It is like watching stand up on YouTube. You are missing what is the, is the community, the joy, and, you know, the rolling laughter was what I recognized Saturday night. It's so funny watching somebody at a show. You're appreciating, oh, there, yeah, there is a kind of a, there's nearly a hysteria that creeps into the room when people are just laughing continuously over and over again. And that's the same kind of endorphins, isn't it, that you get off like a long Sunday run. It is. It's a kind of a, um, it's infectious, I suppose. You know, you get that buzz for from laughing with people. And, you know, I mean, as as tired as people might be or as, you know, if you're, you're busy and you've been doing a lot of stuff, 
I think if you actually go and have a laugh, then you it's like running. You're energized by it. Yes. And, yeah. Um, we were definitely buzzing coming out the door of the, <laughs> yeah, of the really laughter lounge. A um, few wrong turns in the car to get you back to the hotel, it has to be said. Apologies for that. But we were right there, ready, willing and able at midday on Sunday for the Great Pink Run in aid of breast cancer, Ireland. And you described this, the weather conditions, Sonia, because they knew it was going to be bright to start with. But I mean, it was blustery, was it not? Oh, it was very windy. Like for actual running, if you were trying to run fast, it was definitely tough conditions. Um, the wind, the rain, the undulations. Yes. <laughs> but the energy was amazing. Like I think I had, I went into this thing, the great pink run thinking, oh yeah, no, this is just a fun run. I'm not even pretending I'm going to try and run fast here. But mm. it's amazing. You know, you stand on a start line and all of a sudden the levels are changed. It's not like going out to Photo Island and going for a jog around. Like your first kilometer is always going to be faster than any easy run you're going to do, no matter what you tell yourself. Yeah. And so you're kind of setting yourself up to for a little bit of pain later on in the race, I think, <laughs> or the event or the run. Um, but I think for me, you know, we, we set off and we were leading <laughs> for the first kilometer. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, geez, this is grand. Um, but then, you know, the the people who actually had come to, I suppose, put the head down and, and run a bit hard came to the fore after our initial sprint, a bit like your man who started off at the London Marathon. Yeah, exactly. That's what it felt sprint. like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were just we were the fella in the T-shirt pumping his fist in the air. We came <laughs> around the back of the stands there and it is a bit of a it is a bit of climb behind the back of the Leopardstown stands. And then you yeah, kind of go down a little hill past the tennis courts and yeah uh, I mean it was grand going down the hill but you know it was the wind was coming at you <laughs> it was yeah. hard work and you it was tucked in up. by the wall though that was this was the pro move that Sonia wheels out she tucked in by this little wall <laughs> and nearly ducked under it and ran in hunched position to keep out of the rain and the wind <laughs> Uh, but we were passed by a young girl who later I got her name as she finished in a great time. Uh, Hannah Kate Roach, 15 years old, has to get a shout out on the show, Sonia. She blazed by us, didn't she? She did. There was, I mean, there was some great, you know, runners out there running and, you know, running hard into the wind and the rain. And yeah, I mean, I think it. everybody has their own reason for doing this run particularly the great mm. pink run i think when you turn up it was in leopardstown this year and when you turn up and it was just such a buzz around the place i was really surprised just by the amount of people who were there you know walking to the start line and there was a couple of little tents and activities there was always there was all kind of stuff around to keep people busy and occupied mm. and places where you could have your photo taken and it was yeah. really it was a little bit like a version of the women's mini marathon that takes place every year in June where people raise money for so many different charities, except this was all for breast cancer Ireland. And, you know, the, everybody was kind of in it for the same charity. A hundred percent. I had an opportunity to grab Nikki, the race organizer, and uh, I got these few words with her afterwards. Thank you. What a great 
great. What a great day. Ah, it's been wonderful. I mean, such an outpouring of love and support and such a great crack. I mean, exactly. we've had so many women here for a number of years. We see them at different stages on their journey, but just the love and the support here today is incredible. And such such fun, as I said. We had a bit of rain, but that didn't dampen the spirits. So, so far, so good. And we've the after party left to go yet. So, so yeah, I, I, I was there at the line with you, of course. We ran it shoulder to shoulder and uh, I'll be interested to hear, you know, when we play back your comments, they're really great, but you are always buzzing when you come across the line. Different story to yesterday, Sonia. Oh, yes, well, we started off nice and handy. Nice and handy. Big lesson there is yeah. that if you want to feel good on the first bit of a race, warm up. Absolutely. <laughs> I, mean, I felt brutal. The second half, I felt great. Yeah. Except for the last kilometre. Oh my, the last kilometre. But you, oh, I felt like you dropped the hammer with two kilometres to go. <laughs> and all it was was that you were better at weaving through traffic. There were so many... Oh, uh, well, you know, I, I was thinking about that. I think it comes down to shopping, you know. I don't really like shopping and I hate crowds in shopping, so I'm very good at weaving my Weave way through, through the crowds. Yeah. So oh. I was just firing away and anybody I bumped into out there, I apologise, but yeah. you know, it had to be done. <laughs> Will you, you know, be back okay. next year? Oh, I'm back every year, whatever. It's, you know, we've been doing it virtual the past few years and been to Phoenix Park, but this is a beautiful course here. Perfect. I love it. And you've I got want to come back here in the sunshine, yeah. no wind. And run the grass. <laughs> and run around. And yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it's a great venue. And, you know, to see so many people out there, the rain has stopped now, but Stop. when we started, it was It, it was, was not nice. It was west of Ireland still far. <laughs> you know, I don't think anybody cared because, you know, it's, it's kind of exhilarating to go out and do that. And I think if you're at home sitting in, you wouldn't do it, but I think when you've agreed to meet people, dress in pink, come out and... You know, that was the it's, it's thing I said to you, it's like everyone who came down here knew it was going to be this bad weather-wise, but they still came out and did it. Uh, there's no excuses here, you know, this is, you know, yeah. you know, you just have to look at what the event is for, you know. Exactly. Breast Cancer Ireland, Great Pink Run, yeah. you know, Breast Cancer Awareness, yeah. it's just so important. Yeah, well, I'll be back next year if you are, with. Try and get Absolutely. a big gang we'll of listeners to it we'll next get year. Us all back in exactly. for next year. We might have put a bit of pink on our singlet this year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's do it. Do you often find this, Sonia, that like you don't have any recollection of what you said when people ask you questions after uh, an event like this? Yeah, I mean, it, it is a weird, you get this weird kind of buzz in your head and you, you're not talking, you're not making sense half the time when you're talking. <laughs> and I think if you ever look at any athletes who get interviewed after races, a lot of the time, they don't make a whole lot of sense. They're just talking. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I suppose you've, you've been running around for a bit of time. And I mean, we did talk for a little bit, but there was mm. a point then where, you know, you kind of thought, right, I got to get get through this now. And, and you don't say much for a while. And so yes. it's like you're kind of in that running zone for a while. And so then you're buzzing to just just an energy, something that you get when you cross the finish line. And I felt yeah. it mostly, I think, when I went back over to the start of the 5K and, um, you know, lined up with everybody there. And all of a sudden I was much more warmed up than I was at the start of the 10K. So it was really energized and it was really good fun over there. There was a lot of kids dancing around to the music. And I think, you know, the music <laughs> adds to it as well. There's always something yeah. about, you know, good music as part of the warm up before a race and it gets people jumping around and, and you forget about the wind and the rain and you know, it's all the excitement. I was flabbergasted. You, you went ahead and did the other five. I mean, people will go, oh, yeah, big deal, Jerry. I mean, it's just 10 and then another five, uh, especially the people that are training for a Dublin marathon right now. But you guys don't know exactly how windy and wet this was. And Sonny was like, come on, we'll 
Go on, we'll do the other five. I was looking at a toasted cheese and ham sandwich van over your shoulder when you said it. I was like, all I could picture was me eating a toasted cheese and ham sandwich with a warm coat on. Uh, and I, I let you off. One person who completely knew exactly why he was there was Carl Fleming and Paul Bissett, two uh, brilliant runners from uh, the Strava club that we have over on Strava.com. Uh, just look, search Irish Man Abroad if you're not already a member. Let's hear what the boys had to say. I lost the tutu. Carl Fleming's here, <laughs> slagging me off for not wearing the tutu in the run. I tell you, if you had any other wind resistance on you out there, you were going to feel it, yeah, right? It was hard on the way out, wasn't it? Oh, listen, man. Nice coming back, though. Nice coming back. So, what time did you run in here? Uh, just under 53. Lovely, Lovely stuff. Right, Sonia always says, try and do a 10k in your age in minutes. Yes. So, I'm 53 and I did 53. Oh, wow. 50. Congratulations. Right? Oh, yes. That's all I think Now, Daryl has way to go. <laughs> Carl, how did you get on yourself? I was just saying to Tina, you know, the weather to start is horrible, but then when you saw the wall of pink yeah. on the avenue, it, it just lifted all of our hearts. Really I'm doing this today for my mum who died of breast cancer a couple of years ago, so and it really lifted me up. Oh no, this is a good day. This is a day to celebrate the people we love that have these uh, horrible diseases, you know? So I'm happy, and I'm running the marathon as well for her as well. So brilliant stuff. Great to see you all on the course today, and let's do it again next year. Absolutely. Carl, thanks so much. Obviously, it's a big day there. Carl running at four his mom and running Dublin City Marathon for his mom uh, out the other side of it, Sonia. Like this is some this is there's still another one of these pink runs taking place next weekend, is there not? In Kilkenny, is that right? Uh, there is. Yes, there's one in Kilkenny next weekend. I've been there before. It's great. It's a, it's a lovely, a lovely um, event in the grounds of Kilkenny Castle um, Gorgeous. for anyone who has the chance to get down there and to join in. And I'm sure you can still sign up for it, but. You know, this is a run like no other. It's it's just the people involved, you know, with the Breast Cancer Ireland charity who organize this run. They're just so positive and their energy is amazing. And, you know, you can just see why a lot of the ambassadors and, you know, cancer patients who join in and they come to the run and they, you know, they want to be a part of it. I think we were running around, there was one girl there yesterday and do you remember she said to us that, she had chemo on Friday, yes. so she was only yeah. going to do the 5K, you know, so it just means so much to these people. And I think it's all, it's as much about the community that they get involved in as anything else, you know, mm. and they have 100%. people who can relate to them and who, you know, show them that, you know, yeah, you're sick and you've got cancer. We're doing everything we can to help you, but, you know, we're also going to have some fun while we're doing this. We also meant to shout out, uh, remember the three ladies that we met? Do you remember their names? <laughs> uh, I, God, I had the names written down. It was, it was Rochelle, Rochelle Eilish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Teresa Mich- Rochelle Eilish. Shout out to those two ladies, those three ladies. We promised them a shout out on the show. So we need to move on to our topic of the day before we'll do around the parishes later for all those members that ran the Chicago Marathon, particularly one member, Winona Grant, who'd had an absolutely horrendous year, ran an amazing time. That'll be coming up later in the show. We talk about sneaker rotation. You had a brand new pair of uh, Vaporflies on yesterday for the run. And someone said to me in the group that this was the seventh pair of runners they'd bought this year. And... I just wondered about this because I obviously have a bit of a running shoe 
problem. And <laughs> I t I'm now tending to buy the same shoe again and again and again, probably missing the opportunity, I feel, to develop a bit of a running shoe rotation. Can you explain to the listeners what is what a running shoe rotation should look like or could look like? And what is the benefit of such a thing? Well, running shoe rotation is when you have a few... To hear the rest of this discussion, including Sonia's choices for best racing and slow run shoes and her chili miso vegetable soup recipe, come on over to patreon.com forward slash Irishmanabroad and start living a better life today. Sound production, research and editing by Jarlock Regan. Special thanks to Tina, Mikey and all our ultrasound supporters on Patreon who make this show possible.